Your life is an opportunity. We live deliberately, relentlessly pursuing our goals. We don't settle for mediocrity. We work towards greatness. We are mindful of the process, but we demand results. We embrace our role as leaders, and we lead by example. There is no finish line. We are leveling up every day until the end. We are real men doing real work and getting real results. This is the path to excellence. All right, welcome to another Path to Excellence podcast. Today, we are going to be talking Father's Day. All right, we're going to be giving a shout out to all the dads who are doing and living right. And uh, this is something I, I speak about every day, something I talk about. I'm passionate about being a dad, being a good father, and what that looks like, right? How to do the work, how to uh, have an honest evaluation about where you're at, uh, get feedback from your kids, and uh, just create a, a more peaceful environment in your home. And I think on this day, we should recognize all the men who are doing well, right? Support support something that is completely void in society right now. And that's strong fathers leading the way, raising kids in a healthy way. And um, we got to talk about it. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Honestly, why I was waiting for the, the toss. I was waiting for them to pass the basketball. And then you I know, just froze up. Uh, I'm like, who's going to take it and run with it? <laughs> I got it. I got it. I'm going to run. Um, no, I mean, what's more important than being a good father? Uh, it was a heavy weight becoming a father. I, I knew it was like this gigantic opportunity for me to do well in life, something that was extremely important. But uh, I, I I don't know what to say. Man. I, I really <laughs> it's don't. hard, dude. I mean, honestly, if you bring it back and you talk about fatherhood, like being a dad is an incredible thing. It, it literally changes your life because you have somebody else that's in this world who depends on you for everything. They copy everything. They watch and listen to everything. And you don't have that and you don't know what that's like until you have a child in the world. And you're like, yo, I made that. And I'm now responsible for taking care of myself to make sure that thing becomes a person and that person becomes a good person, a valuable person. And well, fuck, I don't have all my shit together, but I've got to teach that thing how to live its best life while I'm figuring life out itself. That's an incredibly high calling. And I understand like in our conversations, we talk about this. I would say this is the single most significant overlap I have with Anthony is I was talking a lot about family with a huge emphasis on fatherhood. And I met a dude who's like entirely focused on fatherhood. And then we were coming in, we have this conversation I was talking to somebody the other day. I don't know, made a video for Path to Excellence. And I was talking about Jeff. And I was talking about like, yeah, you know, financially he's doing this, this, and this. I'm like, but that's also another father who who understands the weight of the role he's playing in the life of another. And so the three of us very heavily are invested in being the best dads we can be. And so, yeah, every single day we talk about it. All the fucking time we were talking about what it is to be a better dad, how we can be better dads, how we can help other dads. And, you know, we have Father's Day today. And we're not going to be some pretentious prick like, oh, every day is Father's Day. No, today's Father's Day. Today's where we recognize it, which is great. And I wish we had more people recognizing it. I wish more understood the value of having a present and stable father in the home would do for a child. You know, I really wish the entire world understood that. But here's the fact of the matter is that that's not the case that we live in. And we have an opportunity here to spread that good word. We have a chance right now on this podcast just to recognize the dads a little bit more so on this day for fathers. That's what we do. And so, again, the, the weight of fatherhood, the role of the fathers in the home and society, there's nothing greater than those men. We have literal skin in the game. All three of us have skin in the game of life. And we're, we understand that. And I wish we could get more people, and we try to through our example, to understand that it's everything that you do, everything that you think, and everything that you say that's going to decide those children's lives. It's not everything you expect. 
it's funny the weight and the responsibility make it difficult for me to talk about it just because it's like it is such a huge thing that you must get right and how do you get it right for me it was just making sure it was front of mind all the time it was something i was focused on it was something i was focused on being present uh, most importantly knowing that my children know that i love them um, give them that love without expectation of anything in return and accepting whoever they are for what they are but always showing them that love uh, fatherhood is uh i see a lot of good examples fortunately in my life because i've surrounded myself with very present fathers people that recognize the responsibility and they go all out so i have so many good examples in my corner to keep me on track exactly how to improve my communication skills with my kids because it's something extremely important to me like i said i don't want to get it wrong i want to develop these things and give them the best opportunity to succeed in the future and uh, raise them to have happy lives so i I would say keep it front of mind. And if you're focused on it, you'll you'll be doing a good job. Yeah, I'll say um, outside of Bitcoin probably being the the biggest thing, greatest thing that's going to stop government power, um, fatherhood, right? That this is <laughs> this is always where my mind goes to. And um, I don't take it for granted, man. I, I talk about, you know, raising kids peacefully, uh, not hitting them, not using yell, you know, not not yelling at them, not using aggression and um, not even punishing your kids right to treat your kids better than you would anyone else and um it's a foreign concept to to many dads because we weren't given that same respect and and mutual love when we were younger so um you know when, when i think about the group we're in the fraternity and I, I see all the dads doing the work i see them actually changing their lives and talking about you know i have men uh message me and say you know i haven't really sat down and talked to my my child in months and um because i've spoken to you and i've listened to you and gotten some help from you she she or he is engaged with me and, and they want to be around me and they want to spend time with me and we're doing things man I, I think about the effect that has on the world if everybody could experience that if every dad could experience that 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 joy and that love that passion uh the world would be completely different right we, we wouldn't we wouldn't have all these broken individuals running around hating each other because they were raised by a strong, stable, and secure man. So that's my hopes, man, for every Father's Day. Uh, every day in a man's life is just to cherish the moments. Be proud of being a dad. Be proud of being a masculine role model in the lives of your children. So, Anthony, you're known as Peaceful Fathers Online. That's all your social media handles. You've dedicated a lot of time into influencing men and also doing a lot of research on parenting styles. But what I've noticed is you make this clear connection between how you want to live your life and with freedom being above all else and taking the concept of freedom and directly applied it into your parenting style to teach your kids to value freedom. Did you arrive at that after reading the books or was that the initial goal? I don't think I made the connection. I, I didn't make the connection till after. I, I would say there was a instinctual drive within me for freedom. Well, I think with every man should have. Um, you know, that's that's part of being a man is don't tell me what to do. You're not going to order me around if you want me to, to follow you or you're going to be a, a perceived moral authority. You better show me some integrity. Um, so I knew I had to be that way with my kids. Right. I couldn't tell them to be good people, be good kids and, and then hit them and yell at them. Um, I needed to give them freedom. And um, it, it's, I don't know why, man, it, it's such a foreign concept to most dudes, right? Give your kid freedom. Uh, I think most men are scared. I, I know um, if I think back when I was a, a dad, when I first started out in this game, 
I was afraid, right? I didn't know shit. I didn't know um, the best ways to parent. I didn't. I didn't know anything. All I knew was how I was raised. And uh, but I think that goes back to what we were talking about earlier uh, in a previous episode about making that choice to 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 live how you want. So you can either choose to to be free and model that freedom, or you can choose to be a slave and enslave your kids. I love how you break that down. <clears throat> and looking at that, man, one of the things I, I described, here's how I described you <laughs> to one of the dads. I was like, you know, I follow this guy. I was like, I, I was running the family alpha. I was basically like the valedictorian of the high school who went to college and didn't know shit, but I, I was very good. But then I went to learn the whys I was good. And to me, that was crossing paths with Anthony. It's like he was a college professor and I was like coming like I'm a stud and I'm family's priority. I'm here. I'm locked in. But I didn't really know the whys. And he helped me understand a lot of why the system worked, why these things operated the way they did, why we treat our kids a certain way. And so I started reading more and more and more. And I started to understand my gut instinct as a dad was to treat my children the way I'd want to be treated and to to foster an environment that allowed them to be their best selves not who I thought they should be. Now, I think they should be their best selves. So that trips some people up. But what I meant is as individuals, not as clones of me. Like, So it's not a second chance to do it right. It's me. I have an opportunity to pr present an environment that allows them to do some things and grow in ways that I couldn't as a kid. And so that made it so simple. It's like, look, I wouldn't want somebody to hit me. I'm not going to hit them. I wouldn't want somebody to yell at me. I'm not going to yell at them. I want things to be fair. So I'm fair with them. It, it just only made sense to me. So that I came out of the gates like that. And so to me, when I look at you know what he was just saying there. It just makes sense. I think for a lot of dads, they lost the light and they lost the understanding they had as a kid. And so that's why they, they kind of turned into the monster that raised them or they turned into the the type of parent that raised them. Maybe not a monster. Let's not be like so far on the edge here. But there's a lot of things that men don't like as kids. They become an adult and they do those things. I kept that light. I kept that focus on like what I needed as a kid. And then you combine that with then reading the books about it and reading the articles about it and being exposed to people who know why people are the way they are. Then you're like, oh, shit, I've got a whole new set of tools in my mind to use with these kids. And I understand why they work instead of just being a natural. I had the same exact path kind of in that I wanted to treat my kids how I want to be treated. That was instinctual. And then I learned a lot of the whys behind it from Anthony as well. Um, some people get hung up when they hear Anthony doesn't want to doesn't want to have punishment of any kind because they're like, okay, freedom sounds great, but protection's important too. And like protecting them from making mistakes. And it's a, I guess it's a fine line when they're, they're very young, but erring on the side of having them make the right choices because it's important for them to learn the wise. One of my greatest um, things I'm thankful for is my father always treated me like I, with respect and like I could understand things. And he helped me understand the whys behind what we were doing. So if he tried to make me do something or not make me, but try to guide me to do something, he wanted me to understand why behind it. And I think that was important in helping me learn to make decisions as an adult. And I try to do the same things with my children. There's a picture of me. I'm at Hooters. I was in the Navy. I'm like 22, 23 years old. It's before I, I knew their wings sucked and it wasn't a good environment for kids. <laughs> <laughs> and I was sitting there with my two year old. And so it's me and Coda and the, the photo is me looking at him like this. And he's got like this little polo on. And I remember being at that table and the lady came out. She asked like what we needed. And I looked at him like, hey, bud, like uh, what, is, what is it that you need? Or like something like that. I spoke to him as if I were sitting right next to you at two. 
And, you know, he would, obviously he had like a, a, a like water and like chicken nuggets or whatever the hell he was chewing on, like baby shit. But I was like talking to him like he's a man with his chicken wings and we're out on like a man's date or whatever, like uh, some bro time. And so that like never left. And I think, you know, when I see other men that replicate this, I see like our families have met. You know, we had we had dinner together, Higgins, and then Anthony, you came to my home, you know, and I've been to yours. And so you see these relationships and then you see it with other people. And like, I know that your relationship with your children is setting those kids up to be adults that are beyond my comprehension as to how far they're going to be able to go because of the environments they're brought up in. You know, seeing how that interacts in the family and what a peaceful homes look like, it removes so much of the avoidable stress and just pointless arguing that goes on in many homes. And so it's just when you dial things back and you bring respect and peace into the home and connection, it makes your life easier. Like being angry, that makes it more difficult. Being disconnected, being like this tyrant, it makes your life harder. You're not making anything easier for yourselves by doing this. And guess what? The product is kids who are less than their absolute best. And so just looking at that and how it plays out, man, the people who get mad, oh, you know, you don't have consequences. You don't have this shit. Yeah. And his kids are more disciplined in their craft. They're more uh, intellectually aware. They're more confident and they're just better human beings that are more free. Why are you mad that there's no consequences if that's the output? Maybe the consequences need to be removed because we want a better output as opposed to a better problem we're trying to solve. I don't care about what the problem looks like. Oh, you're nice to your kids. You're weak. I don't give a fuck if you think I'm Why is that a metric? Like, why, why is my level of control on my kids and anger a metric of my success as a man? I'm not a weak man for not hitting my kids. Dude, if I, if I want to square up, it'll be against men like you and not children like them. That's a strong man. You know, being tougher than your wife and kids, that's just not the way to go about it. But again, we don't look at that. We don't measure that. And what I you brought this up, Jeff, surrounding myself with men like you two and then the men within the fraternity, the men within the path to excellence and just a lot of the good fathers and strong, connected fathers we've come across. Surrounding myself with that makes it a lot more normal. And it puts me in a position where I feel a lot more confident in our, our society as a whole, knowing there are other men who measure a man's relationship with his children and the relationships in the home as much as they measure six pack, six figures, six feet fast cars, like all those things. When you when you put a man's relationship with his family into the metric of success as a man, that's where I'm like, yo, you know what the fuck is important? Yeah, unfortunately, it's, um, I wouldn't say it's not well perceived, but it's, uh, it's a message that doesn't really hit a lot of people the way it should. And I, I think there's a lot of reasons to that. But I would also say for every 10 guys who tell you you're a weak motherfucker because you don't hit your kids there's hopefully one that sees the light and you know we can bring them out of that darkness and i, I hate this this idea that uh you go on social media and there's 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 people you admire strong men who are crushing life and um they'll make a post and talk about fucking disciplining kids right punishing them hitting them and um it's weird how we don't understand that the the rules don't change right you don't create strength and resilience by beating people down you you make kids resilient by letting them face challenges and overcoming them and you give them support and guidance along the way and if if you think you're a man who's strong as fuck why would you need to uh, assert some dominance over a little child right so we have to we have to get away from falsehood we have to get away from these wounds that run deep from our own childhood or generations of, of being abused. And the only way things are going to change is if men can, can own up and face the real hardships of, yeah, it's fucking tough to be a dad. It's tough to be in charge of little kids 
and help them navigate life. It's not an easy task. So that's why on Father's Day, we should celebrate those men. You know, I've, I've said numerous times, we have men in the fraternity who impress me all the time. Um, I've been running the fatherhood Zooms for almost four years now. And it's amazing when other dads chime in to help the men who come in, the new guys who come in, and they they can explain things better than I can. They can offer advice that I never even thought of. And then these men are obviously changing their family. But, um, you know, it's it's great to see. We got guys like, uh, well, I'll mention some names. We got guys like Don Hickman, who's a complete animal. He's a complete beast. Uh, he's always posting, you know, obviously um, game night and all these crazy things he's doing with his kids. Um, you know, obviously Jeff is posting up some cool concerts he's going to. <laughs> but um, you and Jeff are on the dad coaching side of it. You guys are always involved, always doing the right thing. And that's what makes kids strong, right? Is when they look back, there's a strong man standing behind them, telling them to keep going forward. Not a dad who's pulling their hair, telling them to get in the room because he got offended. Or he got upset, something that the kid did. So we need to take notice of it. Today's the day. Take notice of your life and start auditing yourself. Start understanding you need to make changes. There are things that you are avoiding because it's painful. There's, there's reasons why you're hitting your kid. There's reasons why you're making them feel bad, why you're making them um, suffer. And as soon as you, you understand that, you make changes. Right? Instead of yelling, how about you, you sit down and you talk to them like a human being? Instead of hitting them, how about you refrain yourself from assaulting a person who's five times smaller than you? And you, you get down to their level and you look them in the eye and you say, hey, look, we don't, we don't um, approve of that behavior. Maybe there's some other way we can solve or handle this problem. So I think it's just be, uh, raising awareness and uh, really having a higher standard for yourself as far as how we're going to operate uh, on Father's Day. I'm glad you mentioned Don because Don is becoming a public figure and showing it like living by example, getting involved on with his kids, with his community, with other people's kids, just setting the example and putting his effort and his whole life into making the world a better place for the children in his community. It's unbelievable. Follow Don Hickman on Twitter. But we did an episode recently on like short term versus long term thinking and shortcuts. And that's how it looks to me with some of the discipline. You know, people want the result really quick. So if my kid wants to eat a bunch of bad food and I say, no, you can't have that. You know, the second she's out of the house, she'll probably eat the bad food. But if instead I get on her level and I'm like, look, we eat well to make us strong. And you're a softball player, right? And like you want to become stronger and you help them understand, you know, putting the right things in your body will help you long term. And who knows? It takes I mean, so much time, bro. Come on. Exactly. I, but you build that strong foundation. You know, when you build the weak foundation, when you try to get rich quick, you lose it. When you build it slow, when you teach things slowly and the child over time understands where you're coming from and then they know you're on, they're on your side too. You're not just hitting them and sending a mismatch or even just being aggressive. No, you can't have it. That creates, you know, it doesn't create the outcomes that you want. I mean, fatherhood, it's a lifelong commitment. You know, we're looking at short, shortcuts to what? What are, you, what are you trying to rush to? You've got your entire life to manage and lead and, and set the example and connect and grow and learn, like your literal entire life. So when I look at it, man, I'm not looking to rush through the stages we're at any point. I didn't want my kids to rush out of diapers. I didn't want them to rush to walking. I didn't want them to rush through school. I don't want them to rush to grow up. I don't, I don't want to rush anything. But as they hit these milestones, I also appreciate the hell out of it. I'm like, cool, now we're on this phase. Now we're on this phase. My kids are growing up and they're growing more independent for me. 
So now their time with me is more uh, selective. Like they, they choose, you know, it's a choice now. It's not like an obligation where there's nowhere else for them to go. And they choose to spend time with me now. And so they could go and do things, but they choose to hang out. And again, we're going to hit a milestone where they have cars. We're not there yet. But that's each of these things, man, I look forward to. I'm not like, oh, this is sad. Like, it's a great thing. And the beauty is when you understand and you value your time as a father and you understand that those moments you have with them, they, they're gone and all you have is the next one. You focus on getting them right. So you can look back and like, there's a lot of good ones. And that's going to lead to us having a lot of good ones in the future. Like fatherhood to me is not a burden in, in the sense that it's a negative burden. It's like a positive calling is how I see it. It calls me to be a better man. It calls me to understand why I say what I say. Why do I do what I do? Because my kids, they constantly ask me, like, why? Why, do I, why would we do this way, not that way? That's a great question. Let's figure it out. I wasn't allowed to ask why. My kids are. There's a lot of things I couldn't do that my kids do. And when I see it, I'm like, I'm so glad I chose to live this way. Because now, someday, you know, I might have grandkids. They might have children. I get to see how they take the lessons and they apply it. And so even as an older man, I'm now watching like, well, how does my parenting come across to other kids when they're parented? What will they keep? What will they discard? What do they like? What do they not like? You know, we're going to get to the point where I can see it play out. And so fatherhood, again, it's a lifelong commitment. And you're always going to be learning and evolving. Why would we not take it seriously? Like, dude, I, I pay attention to what I eat in the day. And that meal has gone as soon as it starts. Like, I, I pay attention to the food. Why would I not pay attention to the child who's there every single day for years to come? And I know what's going to happen. Why would I pay more attention to what I'm putting in my body as opposed to the person that I'm leading? Why would I care more about what's on TV? You know, that's a distraction than the individual living in my home that I could build a bond with. And the kids do, to quote Jordan Peterson here, they're your opportunity to have a perfect relationship because your children want to love you. Your children want to be a part of it. They want to be all in with you. And so to me, I'm like, I fucking love that. So I'm all in on them. And you know, and it just leads to a beautiful thing and having your spouse on board. Oh my God. It's just like, I love every day. Even, even the shittiest days, man, I have a good time because I'm just having a blast with my kids. That's great, man. I love, I love hearing it. And, um, you know, I say this all the time, parent now how you want your relationship in 20 years. <laughs> but, um, you know, your, your actions have consequences. The, the way you live your life, the way you treat your kids, it will show up later on. And I'm not trying to scare anybody, but you either, you want your kids to, like you said, Zach, you want them to, to enjoy the time with you. They, you want them to call you, to invite you over and, and be a part of their life. And um, if you're threatening, using violence and just mistreating them, that, that's not, that's going to be a really difficult task later on. And the flip side of that is if they are around you, they're probably going to despise you, man. That there's going to be so much resentment and hatred that they're just going to put up with you because it's, you know, they have no other way to, to deal with the dysfunction that you've created. So don't, don't operate that way. Right. This Father's Day, man, make a choice, make a decision um, to, to parent your kids with respect and peace and, and principles. Right. Treat them how you would want to be treated. To me, there, there's no other way. So happy Father's Day to all the men who are out there listening to this episode, trying to do things the right way, who love their kids and want to communicate better and to have those good outcomes in 20 years from now. Yes. Happy Father's Day. Remember, they're following your example, not your fucking advice. Go out there and live it. Embody that message. Don't just espouse it. That's awesome, man. Stay well. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to today's Path to Excellence podcast. Join the free Facebook community, Path to Excellence, and then head on over to fraternityofexcellence.com 
and join now. 